Shut up and sit down. Oh boy, oh boy, it's time for my favorite podcast. It better be your favorite podcast, too. This is Third Shift, baby, episode 64. You can plug us into your old Nintendo system and play with that crazy three-prong controller now. TS-64, here we are. And That's of course, too scary and confusing. I don't even know what you're saying. All right, just play it on your old Super Nintendo. We're, okay. we're fine. We're still okay. 32-bit. That's that's cool. All right, makes sense. Wait, wait that's 16-bit. I don't know. Oh, I don't care. you don't even know what the systems are. 32-bit, man, PlayStation, come on, get your head on straight. <laughs> All the millennials won't even know what I'm talking about anyway. Ka-chow. All right, as you've heard him, with me as always, it's my boy Eric. Eric, how's this week, dude? Well, I've been floating down that river of life, man. Just just rowing the boat. We talked about it a little bit ago, and I'll say it again. I got my blinders on, and I'm just rowing away. Just rowing away. I had a good time on Friday, I will say. We did a Borderlands mm-hmm. night. Got some game time in. Got some Fortnite game time in. Oh, yes. And, man, if some of you are following us and know uh, what we're up to, we did it. We went in there, got ourselves a freaking battle royale, baby. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Royal victory or whatever it said. I've already forgotten because my week was (laughs) so extreme. Battle royale. (laughs) Well, I know what the mode is called. It's called, like, royale victory or something. I don't care. Battle royale. (laughs) When you're drunk, that's all all you see. I was going to say, that's all you saw. It was just royale king super. Royale. I'm the bestest. I'm super king. You gotta remember, we drink beers. For those of you who don't know, and this was late in the evening this when was we got the, this. this. Well, yeah. I wasn't gonna. I almost said it was the last thing we did, but that is not true. No, by it's about not four true. Hours. No, oh God's no. We learned our lesson. <laughs> but I'll, I'll say it. We the best part about it was I got Matt to do my strategy. Okay, mm. so we found ourselves an awesome little. <laughs> We found ourselves a beautiful little cubby hole, and we posted oh, up, and we just faced one another. <laughs> like, hey, dude. Yeah, man, this is the best it, game ever. <laughs> it was the Borderlands Knights of Old. Hey, yes. it's time to talk. Yep. S- stare your characters at each other and stand there. All right. And just How's shoot going? the do, 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 do. Did you see what this guy did or that guy? Oh, it was silly, man. Oh, man. Hey, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Listen. Somebody's outside. Somebody's outside. Get I don't ready. see him. He went away. He's okay. gone. Okay. So anyways, man, like I was saying. <laughs> uh, and that's how you do it. I'm telling you. That's how you win. That's right. Apparently it is. We yeah, it. it is. We did it. Did that. Played some other stuff. I've been rocking out Destiny 2 as usual. Uh, with the family, not too much going on. Been a pretty uh, light week. Got another fake quarter in this weekend, so I work all weekend. So, you know, sad banana in that regard, but uh, other than that, man, life's been pretty good. What about you? Oh, let's see. This week, if I had to sum this week up in one word, it would be, uh, glorious! Oh, it was amazing. If anybody follows me on Twitter at the Real Doc Funky, you know that this was wrestling week, but even before that started, on Saturday, I went to the Williamston Theater, saw another fantastic play, The Taming. It was publicized as like a politically charged play, so I was like, oh no, here it goes. But they did a good job of making fun of both sides, making fun of all sides, making fun of the country as a whole. It was great. It was fantastic. Really good actresses in it, too. So I don't know if it's still running. But if it is, Howard, you need to go see it. Kick your wife and kids to the curb, whatever. Just go out and go see it and have a laugh. Good times there. 
And then, of course, if you follow me on Twitter or Facebook, you saw I went to Hell in the Cell on Sunday night. Oh, my goodness. In the new Little Caesars Arena, which was beautiful and gorgeous, ridiculous inside. You go inside, and there's just the whole concourse is full of fantastic food, all kinds of like crazy setups. Oh, my goodness. Then you get to go inside the arena. It's all shiny and new. You got giant video screens everywhere. I got my my third row seat with a with a fantastic collector's hell in the cell chair that I got to take home with me. Yes, awesome, Man. amazing. The show was pretty good. Crowd was kind of eh, but I think it was kind of just you know the Detroit people, and plus that it was you know a pay per view. You spend more money, so if you're super hardcore and snarky, you kind of go. So there was some of those chants going on through the night, but then. Drove back home for Monday. What was on Monday? Oh, it was a WWE show in East Lansing at the Breslin Center. Awesome. Not not a televised show or anything, just a house show for us. That was a lot of fun. Tickets were cheaper. Had a lot of families there. A lot of kids. Just a, a really positive vibe there. Plus, you know, all the wrestlers are just kind of chilling, having fun. Not a big super serious thing. That was a ton of fun. Then, oh, hopped in my little car. Whoa, what's this on Tuesday? Drive over to Grand Rapids. Oh, it's SmackDown Live. I am front row. You can see me on the hard camera on pretty much like every single shot. Get my little collector's chair that I get to take home from that one, too. Oh, high-fiving God people bless, as they're walking man. to the back, patting them on the shoulder. Oh, man, that was great. You're still the man. Woo! Oh, awesome. Fantastic. Dang, yes. man. I wish. I wish. I wish. <laughs> one of these days, fantastic. One of these days, I got to join you on one of these, so you got to let me know. When this stuff comes around, and give me a heads up. See, now the problem is, having sat third row to watch Shane McMahon jump off the hell in the cell, Mm -hmm. I didn't even mention that, right almost in front of me, oh, amazing, and then front row for SmackDown, I don't know that I can sit in any kind of cheap seats. I got to be ringside now. That's, well, I'm that's spoiled. fine with me. Spoiled. I'm just saying, you got to give me the opportunity. You got to say I'm going, hey, I'm about to order some front row tickets for this. Hey, just letting you know, you got the cash, you want to go, I'll give you about 10 hours to figure it out. And I'll be, oh, all right. <laughs> and we could drive there and you can sit way, way up in the super balcony if you want to. I got $10 seats, dude. Hey, that's cool. No, I'm saying you, you wait for me. And then that way, if I can go, I'll get seats right next to you because you're going to wait oh, okay. a few hours. And then if I say yes, then boom, buy two tickets, front row, boom, we do it. I'm just saying they're expensive seats. I, I don't know if you, your wife would be super happy about that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, uh, you know, 150 200 bucks, no big deal. Up, 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 up. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, like I said, it was once in a lifetime. Yeah, gotta go no, do you got to treat yourself, man. We always say that. That's, That's a big right. thing. Speaking of treating myself, Woo. oh, Wednesday, it was my last free day before I had to go back to work. Went to, what's that place called? Kazumi Sushi over there, over by Candyland, where the famous Dave's is. If you follow me on Twitter, you saw the beautiful picture of my sushi I had with like this, this like glowing light oh, thing in a bowl with like these crispy rice noodles coming out it was fan it was fancy it was fantastic it was glorious it was beautiful then for dinner drove over to olympic broil eat some really crappy fast food for my last day of freedom and now like the acdc song says oh i'm back at work back at work i'm losing the melody now because i've been talking so long and i don't even know <laughs> well i'm back at work back at work there it is i got it right yeah, there. now you're going and, and I'm that, back at work, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Other than that, man, that's the longest week description I've ever had. I was going to say, we've been going 10 minutes, and you're just rolling with it. Jesus. 
I'm excited. I'm reliving it. Oh, here, no, it's great. Now live on the podcast. Oh, it's the best. So, for those of you still kicking and tuning in after Matt's glorious week and everybody else going, dang, man, I wish my week could have been like that. Well, don't worry, because uh-huh. Eric's in the same boat. It's okay. <laughs> so, as a team this week, we didn't do anything. No Talent to Tuesday Art Competition. That's going to be coming up again next week. We got our Inktober prompts, our Inktober themes. I think it's graceful uh-huh. for Gearbox games and regular games. And we're going to have IG2G episode number, what is it? What is it? Uh, episode number 17. It's 17. episode ep- number 17, man. Woo, doggy. And there's already tons to talk about for that one. It's redonkulous. And just today, I opened up my little internet browser and I went, oh, what can I find? Oh, and I found a follow-up to a follow-up of a follow-up that I did last week. Not last week, but last two weeks ago. Oh, man. I'm bringing f- it back again. Yes. So we're, we're creating this chain, so if you're not listening to that podcast, you're not going to understand anything, because Matt's just going to have all these chains and follow-ups to the follow-ups to the follow-ups, and so you're not going to have any clue what he's talking about unless you listen to the last like four or five episodes. I mean, they're somewhat contained. Oh, okay. The theme runs through, gotcha. but I mean, you'll understand, right. but you should still listen to all our episodes anyway. No, you really should. It's all yeah. good. It's, it's a barrel of fun monkeys, man. And of course, this week, it's my favorite part of the show. We got shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands, the pre sequel. So hit up the forums, hit up the Twitter, hit up the website, hit up your preferred shift code provider, and go grab those up. Yes. God yes. bless. Matt just done did it. Throw the mic down and walk out the door. Oh, well, fine then. Hey, we got more show to do, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> come on back. Oh. We got the Gearbox news to talk about. There's all well, sorts fine. of stuff going on. Come on. Harumph. So here I am again. In the developer side, Matt, we don't have much of anything. Um, no word yet on any the fall update for Battleborn. No nope. announcements for you know Borderlands. Nope. You know, oh, bro- oh, that's the thing we do need to talk about Ooh. on the show. I totally forgot. I was going to put it in the show notes. The Echocast's Twitter that used to pop up, you know, Borderlands news and stuff. It's supposedly run by Claptrap and got taken over by Handsome Jack. That tweeted out for the first time in. Almost two years. And oh, it was wow. like, hey, look, it's Partying with Friends Day or whatever, one of those, you know, false days mm. that they hashtag about. And I was like, hmm, that's odd that that Twitter account came active after two years of just death and nothing. I was going to say, I actually saw that Twitter account today and I was like, what in the world is this? And I thought about following it, but I mm-hmm. wasn't sure exactly what it was. So I was kind of waiting to go research it a little bit. Mm. But bye, guys. But yeah, when, when Borderlands 2 is out, I specifically remember. You know, them tweeting out stuff every now and then, like, you know, game-related as to what was going on, so. So maybe it'll be who of us to take a little follow and hopefully garner some kind of secret hints, codes, or information on our upcoming games that we're all super excited about. And it looked like our buddy Mental Mars put up a speculation article about it, too. I didn't follow the link, but I saw he put the, is Borderlands 3 Echo Cast coming back around? And I went, hey, I saw that earlier, too. Very nice, very nice. I'm excited. Maybe we're actually going to get something soon. Maybe, maybe not. I would hope so. It'd be nice. That's At least right. like a little trailer pop out, like tease, 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 tease for a few months. Merry Christmas. You guys want a trailer? You got a trailer? Ooh, wouldn't that be nice? God. Don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up, man. Come on. Dude, it is still wrestling week. Even though it's over, it's mm-hmm. still here. <laughs> I am still hyped up. Still My feeling it. pie in the sky. Oh, yes. Might as well. Hey. So before we get going on some of the bigger news and the crazier things that have been going on this week, we're going to pop in the Battleborn Rotation of the Week. Yeah, boys. 
horn. We got Miko. We've got sound like a cat, not an air horn. I'll say it again, boys and girls. We got yes. Miko, Phoebe. We've got Whiskey Foxtrot. We got Thorn, Atticus, and Oscar Mike. This rotation is something else. What do you think, Matt? I like it. I was going to comment on there not being a proper tank, but you got Tanky Phoebe, you got Tanky Atticus. So that Miko's got somebody with a little bit of beef to follow around and add even more beef to. Of course, you got Whiskey Fox Trot and Oscar Mike. If you just like shooting stuff, you got Thorn with your snipes. And uh, who else is there? That's it. I got everybody. You took it out. There you go. That's it. Pretty solid rotation. I'm going to say this is a great rotation. With the exception of Galea, I think you got some of the best players in the game here. I mean, and yeah, I, I guess I'd argue Fat Chicken, but Fat Chicken's situational. These players, yeah. though, are fantastic all across the board. I love them mm. all. I enjoy playing all of them except for Atticus just because I don't really am not familiar with them that well. But... All the others love them. I definitely see what you're saying. You can definitely get a good push with these guys, and you can definitely break a good push with mm-hmm. these guys. So it's definitely a very versatile team. Yeah, if you're uh, still rocking it out the free, uh, free-to-play free version, this is a good setup this week. I think everybody rocking and rolling with it is going to have a good time. Oh, yeah, definitely. So busting in to our first piece of news, we've got Fortnite patch update, man. Woo! These guys oh, yeah. don't stop, man. We were just reporting last week they were rock and roll with another patch. They got another patch this week. They got a whole thing about talking about cheaters, how they've got a battle eye going, plus some other uh, rules and scenarios they've got for what they're going to do about cheaters. Mm-hmm. And it's not nice. They're uh, they're taking like a no nonsense policy, much like Blizzard does, and a couple other companies where they're just hey, oh, yeah. you cheat, you're gone. And I'll tell you what, I love it. Yeah, I saw just today on Kotaku. I think like around one o'clock this afternoon, they said that they just put up an article saying, hey, they're suing two cheaters that are getting their you know their cheat aimbot subscriptions through some service. I'm not going to name them because cheating's dirty and cheating's bad. But these people who specifically go in and you know stream snipe. You know, all of, all of our best streaming buddies. Oh, I see he's having a fun time. I'm going to use my aimbot and just ruin his fun. Oh, So they're actively trying to sue those two people. And then, like you said, even more for all the other cheaters and hacksaws out there with their elite skills. Mm. It's just beautiful. I, I'm, I'm loving the policies that these different developers are coming down with on just straight-up banning them and then pursuing them even personally in some cases. Mm-hmm. Because I feel, and this is the way I've always felt, if you're cheating, you don't have a respect for the game in the first place and how it's played, yeah. and you don't have respect for the people playing the game, you know, honestly. So mm-hmm. why should anybody have any respect for you, you know? I say, you're, you're throwing poop in people's faces, hey, let, let me just put the poop right in your mouth. Now, see, the thing that gets me is, if you don't like the game enough to be good at it and you have to cheat, why don't you just go play a different game? Mm-hmm. Like. What do you get out of it? Yeah, I did it. I killed that guy. Yeah, but you cheated. So who cares? Like, it doesn't, nobody cares. Yeah, and everyone always knows when you cheat because it's always super obvious because they they never fix it so it actually looks legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So good on them. Keep it up. Get the cheaters out of there. Make sure it's a pleasant experience for all of us who play legitimately because that's how you keep the game a-rolling. And speaking of all of us playing legitimately, I think we told you guys, what was it, even last, just last week, they were saying, hey, we got 7 million people on Battle Royale. Now this week they announced, hey, we've got 10 in the two weeks that it went free-to-play, standalone, 10 million unique people 
playing the game. They put up a little image with all the stats, all like four, 44 million hours played and X, Y, Z, all these traps found, all these people killed, all these people jumping off the bus. Absolutely ridiculous. Enormous hit. And like you said before, it's time to get those microtransactions in there and turn those people into money. That's right. They got to get that rolling sometime sooner. I know, and they're doing the right thing. They're focusing on issues that make sure the gameplay right and everybody's happy first. So totally awesome. Good on them. But it, Gosh, with 10 million people on, you really got to start trying to get some cash somewhere. Even if they only, you know, put in a buck, that's 10 million bucks. Mm-hmm. Like right there, just smack. Boom, game's made up, you're you're good to go. It's mm-hmm. So hopefully they get on that because I want to see them succeed. You know, it's a great game, fun game, enjoy the hell out of it. Needs some more yeah. iterations, but as we keep talking about every week, they keep coming out with patches. They keep talking about more changes coming down the pipeline, which we're going to talk about here in a second, some more. Speaking of which, stats. They finally got some stats up in there for the Battle Royale, which mm-hmm. is very nice. People have been craving that, wanting that. And then they're also working on leaderboards. They're, uh, they said they didn't meet the mark, but they're going to keep trying here. Mm-hmm. And then I was I was watching their Twitter account just you know right before we were getting on the show. And, I mean, it is like it is with all patches. Stats are kind of going down and up as they're finding issues in it. But it's, like you said, it's good. They're putting them in there. People have been wanting those. If you're really good at Battle Royale, you're going to want to show off your leaderboard. You're going to want to show off your stats. You're going to want to be number one in the world in headshots with a sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. There you go. Boom. Now, did you see anything? They talked about changing the Challenge of Horde progression. And I know you played more of that than I did. Um, I didn't really notice anything. Okay. But I'm still, I still haven't hit that wall again. Okay. I mean, I'm still stuck behind that wall is what I mean. I haven't busted through the, the next thing. So, all right. Well, we'll move on from there. But uh, something I did want to mention, was, and I, I like this, was in the Battle Royale version, they went ahead and increased the Battle Bus movement speed by 50%. Yeah, that's good. That's which needed. is fantastic because I think that's going to help spread people out a whole lot more. And then for mm-hmm. those of us who are, you know, me and you and others, yep. we're like, let's just sit no, on no, this. the o- the only two, the, we're the only ones. <laughs> let's just sit on this bus till it gets to the end. You know, well, uh, it's not that big of a deal. It does after a while. You're like, all right, well, we're still going. Dun, dun, uh, dun, I dun, really dun, just kind of want to play the game and not watch a bus fly. Exactly. <laughs> so I like that they did that. And then they also increased the skydiving terminal velocity by fifty percent, which. And the same token is awesome because you get down to the ground quicker, you get where you want to be faster, so you can actually mm. start playing the game, which is what you're there to do. Which, again, was something that wasn't, it wasn't like a big deal last time, but I did notice it when we were playing. It's like, all right, dive out. All right. You want to aim for that town over there? All right, dude. So anyway, did you see what uh, Sally did at work? <laughs> oh, man. Are we, and, uh, you want to go over here instead? Okay, well. Yeah, another three minutes. Anyway, I'm going to go get a drink. See you later. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. God, it was beautiful. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Now, they did a lot of changes with the weapons. I'm not going to mention them all because if you guys, as we always say, if you want to know every detail of this thing, go check it out at Fortnite's website or any other place you get a hold of this sucker because there's a whole bunch of stuff that they're changing. But I did want to state we talked specifically about the submachine guns being uh, underwhelming. Well, they went ahead mm-hmm. and increased its damage this go-around to try to put it back in uh, back in line with the other weapons. But they said they understand yes. it's probably not still going to be there. They're keeping an eye on it, and we'll monitor it. I think it was a mm-hmm. 
10% increase in the damage. So That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad, but I, I still wonder if that's enough. But we'll find out. Yeah. You know, they said they're going to keep an eye on it, and I, I appreciate that. Not going too far, and then it's op, and it starts breaking everything. And everybody gets angry. Yeah. I'd rather them make you know micro adjustments up to the right spot, and then stop there. So I'm interested to get in there and try it. Yep, I agree with that, dude. And then lastly, I wanted to go ahead and bring up that uh, they increased the rocket launcher reload times by twenty percent. Oh, there we which go. Which this is a big deal. Yes, because, it is. man, oh, man, it's so much fun when you get in that last <laughs> little bit of the uh, arena. If there's just a couple of you left, and you just, mm-hmm. if you got them rockets, you're just blasting everywhere randomly, which is how I won, by the way. Yep. <laughs> and it reloads. It's just, it was this wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I was back in shooting more rockets. Mm-hmm. No big deal at all. And, of course, that the uh, radius on that's pretty nice. So, oh, yeah. You win, you know. It just it works out. It happened. I'm glad that they're mm. going to increase the reload time, so that way, even if you have a rocket launcher in those, you know, end times where everything's you know really small, you don't have a lot of room to play in. Mm. You, the other person has a chance. You know, hide from this idiot throwing rockets everywhere for half a second. And he's going to have to go yeah. reload, and as soon as he does, I'm going to pop out and snipe him in the head and take the win. That's exactly what you should do. Which is the classic strategy for any other game you've ever played, and you're facing someone with a rocket launcher. He he can pop him out quick, but then once it's time to eject that clip, and oh, that's what uh, Trash Can Bird does. That's why we love him so much. That's right. And speaking of that, getting into them tight zones, I know I said that was the Mm -hmm. last one, but it just sprung to my head another one that I wanted to mention because this one's huge. And I thought about this just the other day, and I was like, man, they got to get that going. Previously in Battle Royale, when you got down to that last little notch of the circle Mm -hmm. of the storm, it doesn't stop. It just stays right there, and then you just duke it out in that little circle until one of you wins. Nice. Now they said, well... If they just hide like chickens and nobody moves, this game could go on forever. So they changed it. Now, after a certain amount of time, boop, it closes up and the storm just starts consuming everybody. The two, Well, not everybody. The two or four left alive, whatever it is, if you're playing fours or twos. Yeah, yeah. It starts consuming everybody. So therefore, you're forced to fight it out because the match is going to end with all of you dead no matter what. I don't think it was that big of a deal because when we got down to that last bit, there weren't a lot of places to hide unless you and your buddy just like constructed a hut really effing quick and hid in there. But again, a pretty cool improvement and it'll add more tension when you get down to that last circle. It makes sure that you do have to duke it out, that you cannot yeah. just make a little post and hide behind it. Which, speaking of which, there were some changes to rocket launcher damage to uh, metal tier stuff, blah, blah, blah. There's all sorts of changes. Like, I'm not going through them all. There are some changes yeah. in Save the World. If you guys want to head over there and check those out, feel free to do so. And I would recommend you do so if you play this game because there's a ton of them. And you're going to want to know some of them. They're a big deal. Now, something else that came in the last update, I believe it was the last update because we hadn't played it yet. It's the Horde Bash mode. We finally got our hands on it. I've got a list of things I love and a list of things I hate. Oh, yeah. Any quick impressions of it real quick, Eric? I'm pretty sure your quick impression is going to roll right into one of the things I hate about it. (laughs) My quick impression, Matt, was first off, I was drinking beers. So we're in there, and it was like, hey, make this fort. And they gave us a limited amount of resources. So I, I start constructing. And before I know it, I'm out of one resource. And then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, you only got this much time, and you got to get this done. And so I start uh-huh. constructing with the second resource I have. And it felt really rudimentary to me. I didn't feel like I could like design anything that was unique and or awesome. 
So it was basically a, a four square hut, if you want to call it that. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I was dumped into the match with you and another rando. And it was just kind of, I liked it, but it was longer than all hell. We spent five hours in this thing. <laughs> so I, I will say two things. One, going in when you're not drunk and you've done it before, there is a special area where you can build your hut in peace with all the time you want. And you can make it cool. And I've seen some cool huts, even like introductory huts. Like, hey, here's the first load in. Mm-hmm. People have made some cool pyramids with like little sniper landings all around them. People have been doing some really cool stuff. So once you go back into it and you can go into the construct your hut zone, you got all the time in the world. You can do whatever you want. So that's well, really that's cool. that's good because I remember just being rushed and going, okay, I got a, well, I got, I got a hut. I got it. Let's do this. <laughs> I think it was just because it was the first time, and it was like, hey, build a hut and go into the game right now so you don't just end up backing out after you built your hut. Mm-hmm. But then, yes, you, f- you got to the point that I was going to dovetail into with my one of the things I hated. I have it in all caps here. Too long. It takes too damn long to be doing these things, especially since I only have the easiest difficulty area able to access, and it takes, like, I think, what? It took me 40 minutes to play through eight rounds, and by the end of the third and fourth and fifth rounds, people just were leaving because they went, oh, my God, I can't do ten of these. I had no idea it was going to take an hour to do one. Poof, 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 poof. I can't stop the horde all by myself. No. I did awesome, but, you know, I can't do it all alone. So, yeah, definitely needs to have, I mean, either speed up the times or cut down the waves. Like I said, that's the easiest one, and it still takes an hour. Have a... A super easy or a half round, like five rounds, something like that. Have a five round one for a lower reward or something. That would be something to think about. Which, kind of going into another thing, if I failed, you know, I got to the eighth round basically by myself and failed. I got no rewards. I got no XP. I got nothing. So that's something yeah, that, needs, that to be needs to be fixed. Dialed for, up for too. sure. Because you spent yeah. your time on this matter and it was not your fault that you didn't get it even if you Mm -hmm. lost there should have been xp rewarded some you know currency blah 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 whatever i'll finish out with the only last thing i didn't like about the mode is that we had talked about it before saying that hopefully you can build your structure and then people you know when we're saying pre-made structures and we thought it was you know the game made a structure for you hopefully people couldn't tear it down and modify it they can totally do that to all your stuff I spawned in with like some low walls and some, you know, tall walls backing them up so I could have little a little hidey hole like mouse maze running through my my little basic fort and by the time I walked over to it, dude to put up walls and ceilings and floors and all the other kind of crap. And I'm like, "Dude, that's my fort, man." Leave my and then fort he left alone. after two waves anyway, so I uh... Yeah, I don't like that myself either because I feel like even if somebody puts up a really shoddy fort, hey, well, that's just too bad. It's the luck of the draw. You have to defend what that individual built and put together. And that kind of inspires you to make sure you're not just putting up a a shoddy, crappy fort in the hopes that somebody's just going to come along with their supplies and make yours actually good so you don't have to try. And plus, the best way to defend stuff in this game is not to just put your defenses just on the box. It's to put an archway over here with a floor and wall traps and ceiling traps because you know where they have to come through. If you, you funnel them through all the death, and then the fort is the last resort. So I, I saw people doing that all the time. Oh, man, I got traps all over my fort. Yeah, well, they have to still have to get to it. And if your, your trap is wall spikes that just you know damage them when they melee it, well, then they're hitting the wall already, so you've already failed. You, 
This shouldn't be the way you've set it up. Mm-hmm. But on the same token, even though if they set it up wrong, I still stand by. Just yeah, can't correct it. You know, just gotta yeah, go in there I, and do I your agree best. With that. Like yeah. my shoddy, crappy fort that I built when I was drunk and having a good time. You know what? We defended it. <laughs> I went in and Remember? looked at my fort, and it was just low walls around floors. Yeah. I didn't have any traps or anything, nothing, just yeah. walls and floors. I had a wooden main deck and then a metal second deck. <laughs> no it was terrible. Oh, But man. hey, two drunken morons, we and we made it, it through all, all the way. 10. And apparently didn't even unlock the secondary difficulty. So, like I said, I can't play and get XP because it will give me no XP. It says it right there because it's, it's too easy when I don't have a harder one to go do. I don't understand that. That's, hmm. uh, blah. Well, on that note, I want to try it again whenever we get to play together again. And mm. uh, obviously, before we get drinking too many beers so we can have a good time with it. Well, I oh, had yeah, a good definitely. time with it, but, you know. you know Well, what I, mean. I had a good time with beers and without beers. Even though I had people leaving, it was still fun and hectic. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was a good time. So, speaking of good times, going into the good things I do like about this mode is... When we first spawned in, we were talking about it, and I had my chance to look at the skill tree. I thought it ran off of normal skill tree points, but it doesn't. It has its own, like, skill, you know, skill tree one in horde mode uh, skill points. They used to unlock stuff in one, two, three, and four, all the different tiers of the tree. They have their own skill points that you get by doing this mode. Now, I don't know how you get those skill points because I can't get XP, but I do appreciate that it's separate from you know, your usual save-the-world mode mm-hmm. skill points. Yeah, I can't remember if we mentioned that last time, but I did know that it was a separate branch entirely based off its own, you know, its own whole world, its whole entity, whatever you want to call it. I think when we were first talking about it, we thought it might be, but I didn't have any... It wasn't 100%. Couldn't see it, so yeah. And then, let's see, I do like the unique waves, how you can get just like, hey, it's the baseball wave, and it's all baseball dudes, or hey, here's a lot of... You know, the, the lobbers or a lot of, you know, mist monsters will come in this wave. I do appreciate that. It, you know, adds some variety to it. And it makes your low wall fort, uh, you know, have some problems if you got all baseball dudes. Yeah, I do actually remember that very specifically when it was all baseball dudes attacking <laughs> your fort. Hey, that was great. Uh, <laughs> uh, other things I do like is that this mode does force people to work together to improve defenses around each person's fort you can't just go well i'm just going to go to my fort because it's not your fort's time yet you have to go to bobby's fort and if he's got a crappy fort you have to help him make it better or you have to make defenses out you know in the in the choke points or stuff like i've said before it really encourages you to be a team player even more so than the the normal save the world mode does because yeah you have to defend the van but if you see billy's not putting up any spikes or any traps or any walls then you go well i'm not gonna either i don't care not wasting no, my resources shoot stuff too <laughs> yeah exactly so this one really makes you work together and it gives you enough resources that you can work together each wave to make stuff better and better and better yeah, I enjoyed that as well. I like the whole fact of going because we, you know, like you said, we weren't sure, but I, I loved going into everybody else's little area and just, oh, what is what's he got going here? Okay, this solid setup, defend it, or mm-hmm. or if it's not, oh my god, what have you done? This doesn't work. Oh god, high uh, wall, high wall, high wall. I'm gonna put up a trap here and see if I can slow him down. <laughs> I'm gonna try and make an archway here, and I'm gonna stand over here. Why are all three of you standing over here? You guys, somebody's got to go over to the side there. Yeah. No, Billy. Oh, Billy, Jesus. your fort. No. Yep, they're coming in. No. 
<laughs> shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. Uh-huh. We win. Because shotgun always wins. Until you can't craft any more ammo for shotgun. True story. God bless. <laughs> and then two other things tied to the scavenger tickets and the new scavenger heroes that are in here. I do really appreciate that you can earn scavenger tickets, which are you know unique to this like patch or the duration of this mode, and that's how you get scavenger llamas to get scavenger heroes, scavenger weapons, you know, all the good stuff. I do appreciate that you can get those outside of the horde mode. You can earn those just in Save the World. You can, you know, complete quests out in Save the World that will get you scavenger tickets. So you can buy those cool llamas, which I did. I got two cool scavenger heroes. The new scavenger heroes, like we said, they got cool abilities, and they look freaking awesome. They look way better than my other dirty, shiny heroes. They're all, like, scavengered up and looking cool. Yeah, I told you. Like I said last week, I want that soldier, man. Can't. Mm-hmm. I will not quit till I get the soldier. I think I've got the energy thief and the outlander with the pistol, and they both look so cool. I've been pumping all my XP up into them. You know, they're still miles behind my main guys, but... I can't wait to get them up because they're purple too instead of just my blue people that I've been running with. So I'm excited to get them up, pumping and pumping and pumping and getting levels up, getting unlocks, getting evolutions. Oh, I'm excited. Fantastic, man. I'm loving it. And that's it, man. That's all I got. Oh, good. Because that's all I got too. Fantastic. We'll get more on there. Obviously, I want to get in there with you, get some rocking and rolling going where you know we know we're not going to jump out and fail it and... Just because, like you said, it takes so long, it's hard for me to commit on my own because I can't, I can't afford for that to happen. I get two yeah. hours a night to game if I'm lucky. I can't have mm. 40 minutes just go right out the window like that. I'd flip yeah. the table and break my computer. It'd be a bad day. can't have it. And even with just two of us, once we get into those later waves, it would be hard if the other people just ditch like they did yeah. that last time I played. You know, I, I put up defender posts and tried to keep them going, but they only go so long, and, uh, you know, there's only so much one man can do. Mm-hmm. So e- even even two of us, I think we'd have a pretty good chance because we'd, we'd build stuff up as we go, but still, those those later waves are no joke, dude. Oh, no, I remember. And on my, I mean, I drunken haze, I do remember distinctly it being mm-hmm. challenging. It was no walk in the park. But I can handle it. We were tired it. <laughs> and getting grumpy because it, it was it was like Boondock Saints two all over again, man. It's one a.m. Hey, hey oh, look, God. we're gonna play we're gonna play one game of this. Okay, that'll be fine. We'll go to bed early. Oh my God! Oh my God! No. Oh, it's, I'm so tired. No. Eric, you listening? Oh. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Build a wall. Okay. Uh. Oh, well, that's all I got. Jumping off of Fortnite, we're going to head on over to Compulsion Games' We Happy Few. They did their, as usual, weekly uh, journal roundup, you know, shit-spang, diddly-boo-boo. And it was pretty neat. (laughs) Come on, you know, man, i got to put in these random cool words. It's fun. (laughs) Don't judge me. They love this Now, see, that's what Sean should do. He should hashtag the craziest Eric word of the week like he did last week with huffle (laughs) puffle. Now it's a shish bang diddly doo doo, diddly doo boo. Uh, you, you don't even you tell know. me, Sean. Sean knows. He'll figure it out. He knows. Uh, so they went through and they were just talking about how they're kind of wrapping up this in the coming couple weeks here, the game itself, and to the point where they're going to be putting like a big old testing game towards Gearbox Publishing and let them play through it, use their research team, all that good stuff, to tell them whether mm-hmm. the product's good, bad, needs more changes, based off, of course, the community feedback and of what the previous Gearbox research team told them. 
So that's pretty neat. You know, they said they're super stressed out, but in the good way. And we all know what that means. Like 80 hours of work. That means they're super stressed out in the worst yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're going freaking bananas here. And then they went through mm. the usuals. They had the art team talking about stuff. And it, it sounds like everybody's got uh, some secret characters or things that they're working on that they haven't announced for the story itself going nice. on. They can't say what they're doing. But uh, in the art department, they went ahead and got a cool new little painting of the doctor. Uh, and he looks awesome. Like, it's a super, nice. super nice drawing of this guy. He looks completely psycho, completely sinister. And it's like, mm. oh, well, what the hell is he up to? And, of course, for people in the early access, they may already have met this dude, talked to him, done things with him. I don't know. I, I haven't got in there yet. I can't wait. I hope mm. too soon. We'll see. And I will say just a, a quick little thing that just sparked in my brain here. We talked last week about Meredith. Was it last week? It was some week. Talking about Meredith doing the themed posts for the Twitter and the Facebook for We Happy Few. One that I thought was really cool. It's like, hey, keep on smiling here in Wellington Wells. All the all the wellies have to because of the hooks in their mask make it so they have to. And I was like, oh, that's dark and creepy, and I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, that is pretty haggard. Whew. God bless. Now, see, I always thought that the masks were like your your vision of them. That's what I thought, you know? yeah. I didn't know it was a physical But apparently piece. it's not. Apparently they're like masks with hooks that, ee, I'm smiling, ha-ha. Man, see that? Now i got to go check out some of the trailers again and gameplay and see mm -hmm. if I can notice that. Because, like you said, I always thought it was just part of the illusion when you took your yeah. joy. Man, fascinating, fascinating. Learning all these things, man. God bless. That's right. But speaking of Meredith and all those guys and gals, there was a little spot at the very end uh, for the publishing department, which is, of course, Mike and Meredith, Alyssa, Kat, Kelly, Nicole, Sean, Brad, and Eric, and more, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And they said right now they're in the process of getting it out to the ESRB, Peggy, um, God, what else is there? There's a couple more out there. Uh, USK. I'm sure there's an Australian one that will yeah. just reject it because it is a game. Yeah, it's a game. Sorry, Australia. Yeah. <laughs> but they're getting it out there. They're trying to, you know, synchronize the game to such a state that it's going to get the, you know, right rating for every area and be appropriate yeah. for the age range, but not take out material that would, you know, compromise the actual game and what they want for it. So yeah. they said they're busy doing that and enjoying it. And <laughs> that was a great moment. <laughs> oh man, it was beautiful. Mm, God. Heck, how's it going? It's just nice to see that the uh, publishing side's out there rocking it out, getting stuff done as well. If you're interested to see what else the Compulsion Games department was up to, because they had, as usual, a very long, extensive. Uh, journal with all sorts of cool stuff going on. Go check that out. Oh, they did put up a wallpaper, which I went ahead and got a hold of, of uh, a countryside scene for the game that they're, they're putting in there. Mm. It's very nice, very pretty. It's right up my alley. It's got birchwood trees, you know, that cool aesthetic going. Nice. Go over to Compulsion Games and check it out for yourselves. Now, I'm definitely glad that they did a little bit of the Gearbox Publishing people. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in that weekly roundup, because I was checking out that Gearbox Publishing blog, and it still hasn't been fully updated yet, but what they did have on their Gearbox Publishing site was the next giant piece of news that I guess we might just roll into, unless you got anything nope. else. Nope, smash it, dude. Bring us in. Bring us in. Oh, here we go. What's this? Oh, uh-huh. Uh -huh. 
Hello, neighbor. Oh, <laughs> Gearbox Publishing is getting the uh, the distribution for Hello, neighbor on Xbox One and for PC in Europe on December the eighth. PC everywhere. It specifically said PC in Europe on the stuff I was seeing. And that's what's confusing me is because it's coming to PC everywhere. Well, no, yeah, but I'm they're only saying, doing PC Europe, I guess. Which they're, is just they're doing the retail package, which means so I think what, they're Steam saying retail packaging it? for Europe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Steam is just handling PC side here in North America and everywhere else then, I guess? Pretty sure that's okay. what it is. Yeah, it was confusing. Because they specifically said Xbox One in America and then PC, PC packaging. In Europe. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so that was a go. bit of confusion. There so there you go. Matt cleared it up because that had me mm. going too. I went over to the main website. It was like, what do you mean PC in Europe? This is, what? And it had me thinking before... Because I knew it was in early access or alpha or beta version. Because I've been seeing you know people playing this on YouTube for seems like almost a full year, maybe even two. So if you don't know what Hello Neighbor is, uh, welcome to the internet, people, weird people like Eric. Like me, who didn't know I had no idea what this game was until uh, today when Gearbox <laughs> was like, "Hey, check it out! We're gonna totally publish this." I was like, "What's this strange game?" So I went over there and took mm. a peek, and oh my god, it looks amazing. God! Uh, oh, where have I been? Where have I been? <laughs> apparently not on the internet at all. This has been a big sensation. I think it was even at the Game Awards this year or last year, or you know maybe they were talking to a, you know a content creator who loves doing streams of it or something. But I remember in that like big area, them specifically talking about it for a little bit, and then I've seen you know Total Biscuit play it. I've seen some other big streamers play it too. So yeah. It, it definitely is a cool concept. So it's like you move into a neighborhood, you look across the street, hey, you got a weird neighbor. He keeps looking out. He's doing some weird thing in there. If you've ever seen the movie Rear Window, like the classic with Jimmy Stewart, uh, or the, what is it, Disturbia, the Disturbia, remake of Shia yep, LaBeouf. Yep, uh-huh. you got a weird neighbor over there. He's doing some weird stuff in his house. It's your job to sneak in there and figure out what's going on, what's happening in the house. Is he really a weird neighbor, or is it just something you know innocent in there? Uh, spoiler alert, it's not going to be. I can pretty much guarantee that, because why would it be? Mm-hmm. What I liked about it, though, is that they've got that intelligent AI that learns. It's kind of mm-hmm. like what we talked about in our IG2G, and if you haven't heard that, go check out that. Once again, plug, plug, bing, 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 echoes. Oh, yeah. Is the AI learns based off what you're doing so you can't just go in and repeat the same exact things to get in the house every single time Mm -hmm. because it's going to adjust and start to find ways to stop you from like getting in that window over and over again or throwing a rock at the door and tempting them to come out and search for you Mm -hmm. i love that it makes you think it makes you get creative come up with new cool ways to get in the house and it's got like an element like shadow gate Whereas you got the torch. So once you're inside or roaming around, you know, you're trying to find the things and figure out the puzzles to get to the next spot. But in Shadowgate, that torch dies, it's game over. Well, in this, obviously, if the neighbor gets you, it's over. Mm-hmm. And it's the same concept. You're just running around, rushing, trying to figure things out as quick as you can. And then you're like, okay, I got to stop. I got to stop. I either got to go, I got to go get him distracted somewhere else so that way I can come back to this and keep working on it or whatever. Ah, oh, mm-hmm. look great. Got, got to snip the power over here so he goes over to the, the fuse box, et cetera, et cetera. I'm really excited to see where this game's at when it comes to, you know, full fruition and full release. I mean, the last time I saw it, which months and months and months and months ago now, it, I mean, it definitely looked like an early access game. It still had, a you know, its own unique style and its own unique 
you know, graphics and everything, but everything was still, you know, flat polygons without a lot of texture to them. Like I said, it looked like an early access game, so I'm, I'm excited to see what it looks like now, how it plays now, how it's evolved, how the systems have evolved, how the neighbors evolved, all that stuff. It, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm totally uh, 100% in on this one. Like I said, it just harkens back to a type of game that I haven't played in years and I really enjoyed. So mm-hmm. I'm on hundred percent on board. Want to get my hands on this and talk about this a whole lot more. One thing, sort of news related. I mean, it's going on right now. I had it on my notes and we didn't get a chance to talk about it earlier. But the Borderlands series is available in the. Let's see on humblebundle.com. You can get your hands on it via the Humble Endless RPG Lands bundle, and I believe all the Borderlands games are in there. There's Borderlands 1 game of the year, Borderlands 2 game of the year, and if you step up to the highest level, you get the pre-sequel included in that. Plus a bunch of RPGs, a bunch of endless lands, I mean, like it says. It's all kinds of crazy stuff in there, and it goes to support the National Video Game Museum, which is in Frisco, Texas, and you see Randy Pitchford tweet out about a lot, and sounds really awesome. I would love to go there. Sounds like all kinds of cool stuff. Someday, you know, next time I'm in Texas, I'll be going to the National Video Game Museum. Someday. Mm-hmm. Whenever I get to Texas. Whenever I get to Texas. We're going back to Matt's homeland. That's right. It'll be fantastic. I'll see why Matt's the way he is, maybe. It'll be, fan- it'll be great. I think all the things that made me the way I am are not in Texas anymore. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it was really shot. <laughs> it, it, it'll still just be really freaking hot there. Mm-hmm. And there'll probably be... Still be burrs all over the sidewalk. I remember, hey, I'm a kid running barefoot. Ow, there's burrs everywhere in this town. Why? Ah. <laughs> Horrible. Goodness. But, yeah, it's definitely a good cause. Humble Bundle always, you know, supports good causes. It's the same, you know, same same old schmeal all the time. But is that one a separate one or is that part of their monthly one? No, I think it's just a it separate one. It is a one. separate one? Okay. Yeah, you're well, right. I mean, they, they, do had so, the they do tiers. so many now. I know, but, it's hard for me yeah. to keep up. It used to be like super simple. You just went on, here's what it was, you got it or you didn't. Mm-hmm. And now they got the monthlies and the books. And <laughs> now it's like monthly, weekly, books, Android. Here's comic books. Mm-hmm. Here's here's a pizza we'll send you in the mail. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I, I can never keep ridiculous. up. But I mean, it's still an awesome way to get games. And I heck, for mm-hmm. myself, I think I've purchased, I don't know how many, but my Steam catalog's pretty darn large because of this oh, humble yeah. bundle and i've probably played half of those games but it's still great to have because hey mm. if i'm ever sitting around bored i've got a plethora of games there and and i what i've always liked from the get-go is that you can customize it hey you want this money to go to charity this to go to the developers this to go to humble bundle to keep producing this kind of stuff i, I really like that they have that little slider there you can kind of customize where your money goes as you step up to those higher tiers i agree that is fantastic so good on you Gearbox, because I know you guys are constantly throwing games in there and helping those uh, guys and gals out to support great causes. So, show's running a little long, and like Eric said, we got our blinders on, and we're heading on into working the weekend again, rowing that boat. So, in, in lieu of a mailbag, we'll read another five-star review from a fan of ours. This is from our buddy Dem Wiz. Dem Wiz writes, Always crack me up. I've listened to every episode, and without fail, these guys have me laughing every week. As a Gearbox fanboy, this podcast is my favorite and the one I always look forward to. Keep up the great work. Well, thanks, Demwiz. I appreciate that, Demwiz. It's five-star reviews like that that keep me going. They make me lift up them blinders and go, Hey, is it okay to look around? I don't know. Oh. It is only on our five-star exactly. review page. Put them back on. Put them back Put on. Put them back on. Keep rolling that boat. Don't look. Don't look. <laughs> 
So I'm going to make a prediction and say the mailbag will be back next week, even though it might not be. I don't know. We'll have to see what goes on because we're working funky schedules next week, so we'll have to see what shakes out. But we will have a show for you guys regardless either way, whether it's a compilation blooper show or just an Eric and Matt you know, just one topic, one topic, and then it's the end of the show. But I will record mailbag for you guys next week, even if we have to do that. So get your mailbag questions in. Get your questions, your comments, concerns. If you just want to say hi, you can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Mm. And as always, we do have a Patreon set up. We have some awesome supporters over there already. Our patrons are fantastic. We appreciate everything you do. If you got a buck and you like what you hear, 50 cents, whatever it may be, you feel like we've earned it, head on over there and throw it in the tip jar. Because that's right, boys and girls, we do treat it like a tip jar. Hey, you know, we just try our hardest to make you guys happy. If you ain't got a buck, you can throw our away. That's fine, too. You know what? As Matt said, mailbag questions, fantastic. Five-star reviews, comments, any kind of feedback, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. That helps us out. You know, just liking what you hear on the YouTubes or wherever you're listening. All fantastic ways to support us. We appreciate it very much. It helps us more than you could know, as they always say on those podcasts, because it really does. So there you go. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 20th of October for our very next episode. And you can find those episodes on Podbean, on Stitcher, and on iTunes. Hey, I reversed it. I don't even know why I did it that way. But you can find it there. And as Eric said, if you like us, if you like what we're doing, if you want to help us out, give us a like, a rating, a review, a subscription, a comment, a review, more reviews, five stars, all the good things. Give us any kind of good thing on any kind of good service because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it that's right five star reviews push us farther up the mountain five star reviews push us farther up that mountain i got a dark story coming about those five star reviews just in time for halloween Ooh, don't abuse my power no mm. that's actually really awesome because we will drop a uh an IG2G on Halloween. That's fantastic. You can save it for then. Awesome. Yeah. Well done, Eric. I love it. <laughs> and hey, I'm going to say something extra special to all my friends out there. Have yourselves a glorious week. And we'll see you guys again for IG2G coming up on Tuesday. And unless you've got anything else, Eric, hey, I'm just going to say, don't forget to save. Shut up and sit down.